All right, this is the Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you for all for kicking with us, even if it's just for a little bit. A little bit. Today is a great day because we're playing Draft Day. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have two of your favorite big kids in the clubhouse today, Big Nick and Marcus the Iceman Kazanski. Thank you, boys and girls. We welcome. Appreciate your applause. All right, as I said, we're playing Draft Day, where we will each make one selection in each of the five rounds of drafting, and we'll be using the ever-popular ever snake-style draft where the picks follow one, two, three, then back three, two, one. This is not to give advantage to the number one picks, who will now randomly draw our draft order out of the official Big Kid Draft hat. So for the first Supporting. pick, we have... Oh, Mr. B. Oh, this is rigged. This is rigged. I got a hat. You guys saw it. I quit this draft. This is bullshit. Pick number two, we got (laughs) Big Nick is number two. Which leaves Marcus the Iceman coming up at number three. Can we say something here? I don't think I've ever gotten the first pick (laughs) on any draft that we've done. And I think I've gotten the last pick multiple times. Although you're I will lucky. say, as a snake draft, there are benefits to hey, it. Hey, you're lucky everywhere else in life besides right. drafting. Right. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <All laughs> One right. person has. <laughs> so what are we drafting Somewhere. today, boys? Today we're drafting the world's greatest cast to form our most badass 80s action movie of all time. Oh. That's right. This is awesome and exciting, and we're fired up about it. So what this, does this mean? This means each big kid is drafting five actors or actresses from the 1980s to form the cast of our legit badass 80s action movie. Obviously, we'll all be drafting an action movie star and a bad guy or gal, but the other three big picks can be any type of supporting cast. They could be more badass action stars, comedic relief, inept sidekick, love interest, whatever. The big kids might even have a movie premise or idea in mind when drafting, or they might just be picking their favorite 80s actors and actresses. We'll soon find out. And as the big kids always like to do, we've turned our love for 80s action movies into a draft competition to determine the greatest movie cast roster to dominate the action movie championships. Real quick before we get started, I definitely want to give a big shout out to Wes who gave us the idea for this episode. Yes. So shout out to you, Wes. Any other big kid listeners out there, send us your ideas. If you've got a show idea you think we'll like, send it our way and maybe you'll get a shout out as well. Yeah, yeah. Is everyone yes. with me on the draft parameters? You guys cool? Ready we cool. All right. We cool. And with that, boys, let the draft begin. Mr. B, you are on the clock. All right. So with the first pick of the Big Kids 80s action movie draft, (laughs) I'm going to go with the one, the only, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. Wow. I thought you were going to go a different direction, Mr. B, with you, but that is actually not a bad choice in any regard. And I'm just going to cite the two movies I solely based it off of. Predator and Commando. Yeah. There you go. Are you, you going Commando? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say. So, I mean, obviously, it's it's Arnold. And, you know, Arnold. in the 80s, he was all action. He was even Conan the Barbarian in the 80s. Um, Get to the chopper. But I can, I, can, I can really form a lot of actionness around Arnold. I can go a bunch of different ways. I can go sci-fi. I can go military. I, who knows? I could go kindergarten cop. It's hard to say. I was about to say, in the 90s, you could have gone yeah. kindergarten cop role. But yeah, that's my first pick, boys. It's going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a quality first pick. I'm not going to lie. I mean, 80s action movie, I don't know. That's like got to be one of the first names you think of when you think of 80s action movies. So I know Mr. B is highlighting and marking off on his uh, fantasy football style 
draft uh, cheat sheet over there. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Got him. I got all, I got all kinds of statistics and all kinds of metrics. And yeah, so I got Arnold. Where did you guys have him on your board? He was at the top of mine. So I think he has to be. Yeah, I had him as my, he was one of my number ones. Okay. So full disclosure here, I have two guys that. I need one of them to be my number one overall pick. So obviously I'm going to get one of them with getting the second pick. But with Arnold, if I got Arnold, I was going to do another Conan movie Um, (laughs) because we would still be in the 80s. I loved the Conan movies. I thought that uh, there should have been a third Arnold one. And I had a whole premise, everything built. but, But for that, you have to have Arnold Schwarzenegger to be conan so you will not be getting another conan movie from big nick today because i do not have access to the governator the governator so let's move on to big nick for his first pick the number two overall pick in the 80s action movie draft so i'm gonna go with a guy that that you've probably heard of his name is walter bruce willis better known as bruce willis (laughs) or or better known as uh the the ex Mister Demi Moore, but um, yeah, you I, about Willis? <laughs> I'm taking Bruce Willis. So 1980s, you'll remember him from the the wonderful series Moonlighting that he did from 85 to 89, um, and then of course he's breaking into film with the Die Hard franchise that started in 1988. And because I have him, I, he's not the centerpiece of the premise of my movie. But he is key to it. Uh, He is needed for the film. And so I have him. I will tell you that my 80s action film will be being released late 1989 or maybe even December 31st, 1989. Just to let you know. Smart, smart, (laughs) smart release dates. That's good. uh, Good producing ability. Hey, Bruce Willis, badass in Die Hard. And I still remember from Die Hard, he was just a regular guy kicking ass. That's right. Regular guy. He wasn't like superhero. He wasn't. John McClain. Yep. He's hung over every day of his life. Yes. (laughs) All right. Hey, love the pick. Bruce Willis is off the board. We move to Marcus for the third overall pick and his first pick in the 80s action movie draft. So full disclosure, I've got a full blown movie idea of what I want to do. And Arnold Schwarzenegger probably actually would not have fit my movie all that well. So I was sad to see Stay him to go. his face. He didn't even <laughs> want to be in your movie anyways. I tell him to get to the chopper. <laughs> but that's still an excellent, excellent choice. Um, and then Big Nick, you know, obviously coming in with, with quality, his second pick. But, but who I'm going with is uh, a young... A uh, fresh and agile. Mark likes him young and fresh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and agile too. <laughs> Use your words. I, I have no words to say to that comment, sir. <laughs> so this would be a man who was only in a couple movies in the eighties, and by that I mean like ten plus. But he's got to make time for my film because I'm bringing a young Tom Cruise onto the set. Oh, and- oh Tom Cruise is going to be on the set and he's going to bring the thunder. Now, what maybe would be an interesting wrinkle if we do another one of these draft gentlemen is we uh, 
do some salary comparisons during, you know, what movies they did in that time period and see what our salaries would end up at the end of this. But because we're all probably blowing money that uh, Warner Brothers can't cash. (laughs) But I'm going with Tom Cruise. You know, he obviously he was in Top Gun. He was in Risky Business. Um, a lot of movie rain man is a ton of eighties movies, but he needs some more action. Can't can, can never get enough action. Tom Cruise. Tom Welcome Cruise. to the squad. So, so far, if, if we're building a basketball team, your, your team's starting off about five, four. <laughs> hey, it's Johnny Stockton, Johnny Stockton. Although probably John Stockton was even taller than that. So. Yeah. Hey, Tom Cruise. Yeah. He was quite a, quite an action flick there with, a. uh, Top Gun, and then obviously we got the new Top Gun that's floating around now. So Yes, yes. And I think just important to point out, Mr. B, because you mentioned it in the intro. So all of us, we've got to draft the hero or the main movie star. We've got to draft the villain, whether that be, you know, guy or gal. Um, and then the three side extras. So Tom Cruise would be my quote-unquote lead character slash hero i'm assuming it would be the same for you guys for your first round picks most likely yeah but you've kind of figured top billing i don't know if does tom cruise do a movie where he's not the number one but hey because this is our our fantasy action draft we can get really creative with it maybe tom cruise is your uh third extra in scene 42 (laughs) and and bruce willis is just a voiceover that plays a robot so well you'll be interested to know that bruce willis might be second or third on the casting list it's just that he was a a very desirable uh action hero right from the action star from the 80s so i felt like i need to take him with the number one overall pick because i kind of i feel like i kind of need him for this movie and you'll see why and actually he's going to be playing the role of a villain in my movie. Ooh, so he's your bad guy. There we go. Hey, he's a bad is the bad guy. Bad Interesting. Like it. Okay. I like it. All right. So, hey, Mark, love the pick Tom Cruise with our snake style draft. We circle back around. You are the fourth overall pick and your first pick of the second round 80s movie action star draft. Go. Snickety snake. So I've got, I've got my snake, main protagonist. I've got a now snake. Now I need to get my uh <laughs> i need to get my villain and uh man there are a plethora a plethora of options um i've got like 10 guys that i'm staring at right now that i could probably pick from but i'm going to go with my gut i'm going to go with what i think uh fits the role best for the villain in this specific movie and that is going to be one Robert De Niro. Oh, Robert De Niro. I bet you guys weren't even thinking about old Robert, but oh, of course we were. The movie that I've got in mind, I think Robert is going to fit like a oh, Bobby ice owner glove. So, 80s, 80s Robert De Niro, 80s Tom Cruise. We're off to a good start, gentlemen. The third like spot ain't so bad. I feel like Mark's working on some kind of like cop gangster movie thing here, maybe. Maybe that's what he's cooking up. Things that make you go, hmm. I think there's no, if you try to get inside Mark's head, you'll freak out and leave. You get lost before you even get inside. <laughs> it's scary and, dark in here. And, it's very and, dark. Bring a candle. I, I had De Niro on my list, but I actually thought you guys would forget about him as well, and he would drop down. So oh, you pick there. And yeah, De Niro is the man. You know, he was, I'm trying to think what his most, 
best action movie in the eighties was, but he, um, cause even like was taxi driver was like late seventies, but he did, um, I mean, he, yeah, he, he obviously had a, a ton of movies. I mean, there's a lot of them that were, um, you know, mobster related, you know, or, or related around the mob, I guess. Um, let's see. I'm trying to pull a few up here. Um, I mean, he had, uh, let's see, The Untouchables in 1987, which obviously was, I, yeah, you know. Al Capone. Yep. With Al Capone, Once Upon a Time in America in yeah, 84. Yeah, that's, that's the one I was thinking of. Thank you. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he's he's got a pretty wide range of things, though. I mean, it's amazing how many movies these guys were. Raging Bull in 1980, uh, more of a sports movie. But I like when you look at these guys and you look at how many movies they've been in, a lot of these guys are in like a movie a year. I mean, they, they were just pumping stuff out left and right. I don't feel like you see that as much now where you see the same guy in a brand new movie every single year. You know, it kind of goes away for a few years and then. Well, and, and I wonder too, back, so. Mark, if like with the newer films, it's just like the production time and quality is much longer. I mean, you're, yeah. you're talking about some of these massive epic films. I mean, they're eight, 10 months to film versus, you know, eight to 10 weeks. I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but just the budget on those alone. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what I got. Robert De Niro. Who let a dog in the clubhouse? Come Who on, man. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> All right. Big. That's, that's my sidekick. She, she's yeah. the associate producer. <laughs> she does, she likes my choice. She's rooting me yes. on. Very good. <laughs> big Nick, your second round pick and the fifth overall pick for the draft. All right. Well, I absolutely hate the Russian army. I just want to throw that out there, not to be all <laughs> political or anything, but I should lead with that because my pick for number two on my casting of my action movie, 80s action movie, I'm going with uh, the man who played Captain Ivan Drago. I'm going with Dolph oh. Lundgren. Oh, I must break you. Dolph. Dolph. I like it. He's, like you know, it. six foot five, chiseled, chiseled chin with the with the golden blonde hair, muscles for days. Uh, he's 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 the cornerstone of any '80s action film. Everybody remembers him as the 1985 Ivan Drago, of course, from Rocky IV. So that's the big Nick pick for number two, Dolph Lundgren. And his his role at Drago, like if you look up some of the like. 80s top villains he always makes a lot of those lists yeah he will be playing a hero in my movie oh i like the switcheroo because i got bruce willis as a villain dolph lundgren as a hero there you go and this is called the it's it's bizarro world in nick's land and we're just flipping roles and (laughs) uh don't forget though when we talk about uh dolph lundgren that he played he-man uh, so he has played yes. a hero. Yeah, uh, and, so, right. and, he pl- and he played a very good He-Man. He actually looked like He-Man. Um, he didn't even have to try. He just was there. <laughs> some of my casting is based off of looks. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> See, I, my You're casting so- is... Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> You're so vain, Big Nick. Yeah. <laughs> How could you, man? I, I, when, I tell, I like when I tell you the roles that they're playing, you will understand. You will yeah, understand. That's, what, that's the funny part of this, because we don't know who's doing what in these movies until we get everybody. Oh, and then we got to quickly put pieces in place. And uh, 
You just wait. What, I'm going to tell you about this movie, and then somebody's going to have to go out and make it. They're going to steal this damn idea from me. I'm telling you, it's it's too good. <laughs> no, at the end, we're going to trademark all of this just in case, though. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I love Dolph Lundgren, and full disclosure, he was quite high on my board, so you did <gasps> stake him from me. Great job, oh. buddy. Very nice. I'm gonna, rem- I'm, again. I'm gonna remember that when it's your birthday and you're gonna get less of a gift. <laughs> Another point for Milos. <laughs> All right. So Mr. B, I'm on the board here. This is gonna be the sixth overall pick and my first, my second round pick. I'm gonna go with the one, the only Chuck Norris. I knew it. I thought he might have been your first Carlos overall Norris. pick. Uh, I thought he, he might have been your number one. I'm surprised well, he lasted if, that long. When you talk 80s action films, Chuck Norris was the man in yes, you know, Delta Force <laughs> and all those films where he's just military and kicking everyone's ass. So Chuck Norris, of course, he has to be on there. And I don't is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I don't know. I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> he's, he's diverse. He's, he's Chuck Norris. And his acting, his acting range, oh, man, he's... He can play all kinds of different military people. <laughs> <laughs> He's versatile like that. Yeah, he can play the army. He can play the Marines. He can play special forces. Yep. That's about it. Paratrooper. But he, <laughs> but he will kill everyone that's in his way. So Chuck Norris is my number number six overall pick, my second pick. So with the snake draft, let's move into round three, gentlemen. And of course, Mr. B is up on the board. And I gotta lo- you got to love the back-to-back picks here. And I'm going to go with another heavy, heavy hitter in the field of 80s action movies. That would be Mr. Carl Weathers. Oh, Oh. thank you. Very nice. (laughs) That's a quality choice. Another Rocky film uh, star. Yeah. Damn, Crocodile took my... (laughs) Sylvester Stallone's still not picked. Sly Stallone's still... Yeah, Sly's still hanging. So Carl Weathers, again, I love Carl Weathers in uh, Predator, actually, even though he was not the main... Bro, I thought he played another badass. He was like boys with yeah. Arnold. One uh, of the best I, action films of the whole eighties is that yes. Predator film with with that cast. They they could not have casted a better group. Yeah, and then obviously we've talked about you know his his role in Rocky. So um, Carl Weathers and, is go ahead, Mark. No, I was gonna say, and that is the best Predator movie. Big news, yes, sir. Oh, I mean, all they're you know all those remakes get really weird, but yeah, <laughs> which is disappointing because it's such a good premise to work from, but. Alien vs. Yeah. Predator is not bad. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But Carl Weathers, again, if you see a theme here, there's a lot of badasses on my list. A lot of badasses. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's got uh, uh, the guy from uh, the Fockers, and he's got a five foot five guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you Listen, know, Fokker. <laughs> I, I love the Carl Weathers pick. I loved him in Predator, and he might be my favorite character out of all the Rocky movies. Apollo yep. Creed is just one of, the, I think, one of the greatest fictional characters ever created. Um, I love the pick, Mr. B. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I was I was curious because I I know Big Dick is a big Carl Weathers fan, so I was afraid he might snag him, but um, we'll see. So Carl Weathers, my third overall pick and the ninth pick of our draft. Let's swing it back yes, around to yes. Big Nick for the tenth overall pick. Well, and I'm going to pick somebody that every big kid loves. I'm going with. Michael Keaton for my third pick. Nice. Michael Keaton. I, I like love it. me some Michael Keaton. You guys love some Michael Keaton. I believe we even did a Michael Keaton uh, movie oh, rank them at one point we, on this we show. We certainly did. 
Uh, so that shows you how much we love some Michael Keaton. Um, and it will be obvious later when I reveal my movie to you why I must have Michael Keaton. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. And so, uh, and was Batman his one, one of his only my, more action roles in the 80s? As well, far no, as I'm aware, he played a, he played a cop in a bunch of movies though too. Like he, he's, yeah. he he looks like a cop, he talks like a cop, so he like yeah. he, he just fits the cop role very easily. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much action he was doing in the cop roles, but he certainly played uh, a law enforcement individual uh, quite a bit. And then of course the two Batman movies, and uh, as Everybody knows from listening to our Batman rankum, Big Nick, Michael Keaton was my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. He's the only mm-hmm. Batman of the '80s too. If you haven't watched yeah. that episode, go back and check that out, or it's listen to it. <laughs> Plays a cop. Hey, I got to eat a double cheeseburger. It's for a cop. It's for a cop. <laughs> and awesome a liter big. of cola. See, I, I also asked. I thought Michael Keaton might sneak to the end there. Because uh, yeah. not not as known as much for his action films, but again, clearly he was a badass in Batman. So quality, quality. Pick. He was on my list. He was yes. on my list. Hey, and if he makes Mark's list, then he's obviously a gem. So I knew he would be on everybody's <laughs> list. Yeah. Mark Mark's list is only four names, even though we're drafted five people. So that shows you Mark's planning. <laughs> I think he's going to cast himself as the fifth role. Yes, it's like uh, I saved a spot for myself. You know, like I was a former eighties action star. Stephen King and M. Night Shyamalan, how they always put themselves in the in the movie. Exactly. Self cast. Mark the right thing to do. Third guy that gets shot in the face. (laughs) 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 This is a total random thing. I gotta look up this more uh, to see if it's true or not. When I looked up Tom Cruise, it said he was an extra that got shot and killed on the rooftop in young guns. Like a random henchman who got shot and killed, in, in and I was like, one? in the first one, yeah. And this was in on IMDb. I didn't find what? it on like some random website, but it was after like Top Gun, and like I was like, I don't know, that doesn't. Sound. That, so I'm gonna have to, that, I'm gonna have to uh, put the research team to work. That was maybe. just a random nugget I read, and I, IMDb. You might have a typo on your website. What you if need he, to he maybe signed some sketchy contract where he's like, <laughs> you have to be in X amount of films, and he's like, cool, you can shoot me in the face in 30 seconds, and I'm out. Yeah, of here. and I'll fall off the roof. Boom. Huh, Boom. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that and see. That's yeah. A, I love the great young movie though. Movie. By the way, great yeah. movie. So. Awesome pick, Michael Keaton. All right, Mark, you're on the board for the whatever that is. I got two picks, right? You got two picks. Two picks. We're on the ninth pick and then the tenth pick overall. So you got back-to-back picks here. We're going to finish off the third round with this next pick, and then we'll start the fourth round, buddy. Love it. I love Mm. it. Again, a lot of good options. This is like – this draft is like if the NFL, there was like seven rounds worth of first-round picks. And like you had all, like if, if you can do choose. an all-time draft or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so many talented people. So again, I think it it's tough because I think when we pick somebody like me specifically, we may have a role in mind. Whereas, yeah, there may be a better action star out there. But and that's where I'm on the fence right now with our boy Sylvester Stallone. So he, like, how do you pass on Sly? But I don't know if he's going to fit into the role. Well, how much speaking do you need him to do? (laughs) (laughs) 
or, or Mark, are you going for the shortest list of actors? Because I don't think De Niro's very tall either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fly's like 5'8", Tom Cruise 5'6", De Niro's like 5'9", so you... Better go shorter, go shorter. Yeah, but Sly brings some beef to the vegetable patty, so yeah. <laughs> he does. He's, he's very, he's, he's very muscular. He is. Uh, he he brings he's a little chiseled. testosterone to the party. Um, oh man, this is so tough, especially having two of them. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick Sly. I just, I, I don't think I can bypass Sylvester Stallone. I think it's just too tempting. It's the '80s, his heyday. He's, uh, you know, coming off some uh, a little known series called Rocky um, Rambo and Rambo. I mean, he's kind of that that built in star Plus, um, side note with a so Rambo first blood. He really showed his range there because it was more of like a ex military guy that was trying to adjust to society and he wasn't exactly. doing well and they just wouldn't leave him alone. Brian he, had hard, he had a hard time adjusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just leave him alone. He's just living in the woods. Leave him alone, man. It would not even be a movie if they just left him alone. Oh, all right. So for my second choice, I am so We're gonna... starting off the fourth round here. So this is the yeah, now the tenth overall pick, correct? That is yes. correct. All right. Mark, so for the fourth the round pick, I am going to go with... I think I'm going to go with one Mel... Gibson. Oh, Melvin Gibson? Melvin Gibson. And uh, again, somebody who is not a stranger to action movies um, and thinking about the role that I personally need to fill, I think we're right in the the heat of it. I mean, you know, in the 80s, he had Mad Max, he had Lethal Weapon, uh, Lethal Weapon 2, The Road Warrior. I mean... A lot of weapon three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of good movies. Um, but again, I'm going for a specific skill set here, and I think I think Mel can help me out with that specific skill set. So that's who I'm rolling with, uh, Mel Gibson. He really messed up your height average. He's like he might be like five eleven or six foot tall. So what? That's right. I need a center. That's about <laughs> as tall as they get on my team. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I I love Mel Gibson in Mad Max. Like he's another one. If you look up yeah. like top action like hero roles, Mad Max is on a lot of those lists. So Absolutely, that, that's one I want to rewatch because I haven't seen it in so long that it's. I, I just want to I want to watch it. So yeah, kick her wrong, kick her well, wrong. And, and Mark ahead. said that he needed a center, and he's taking Mel Gibson as his center, I guess. But. Uh, <laughs> I already have Dolph Lundgren, and you would think that that would be my center. No, this he's guy. Small, he's your small forward. This so, guy. My next well, pick is going to be my center. Go ahead. All right. So, Big Nick, you're up on the you're up on the draft for the second pick in the fourth round of the '80s action movie draft. For my fourth round pick, I'm going to take a little guy that you may have heard of. His name is. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Andre the Giant. Many people forget that he does acting. He was in Princess Bride. He was oh, in he Conan. He was amazing yeah. in uh, uh, Princess Bride. So He was he was in one of the Conan movies. Uh, he's hey, been in a whole lady. bunch been a, in a bunch of movies. So I'm taking one of my favorite act, 
one of my I said favorite actor. I meant to say <laughs> one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Uh, the big man, Andre the Giant, seven foot four is what they say. I just saw a picture of him standing next to um, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain, and I've always wondered how much they embellished on on the Giant's size in wrestling. Um, and he looks to me to be every bit as tall as Wilt Chamberlain, which who I think was what? Seven, one, seven, two. I think it's seven, one. And so I'm, I'm looking at a picture right now. And this was from when they were shooting the Conan movie. And and you see Arnold looks like he's a little guy, right? Well, what they're doing (laughs) is you have Wilt is on one side and and Andre, the giants on the other side. And in the middle is, Arnold Schwarzenegger and they are they each are using one arm to lift him up about two feet up off of the ground. Um, yeah. So uh, they they are carrying these two giant men are carrying Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is not a small man himself. Uh, yeah, like two hundred fifty pounds, and he's they make, he's like six four, and he's six three or six four. I think he's six one or six six two. Oh, I think is what okay. he is. But they right. make him look like a child um, next to the two of them. Uh, there's there's this beautiful picture. <laughs> We'll post this on on our Twitter feed, uh, yes, the picture of Andre the Giant and Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain carrying Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's that's an old school movie that I don't know that a lot of our big kid listeners have seen. You got to watch that that Conan that has Arn has Arnold, Andre, and Wilt Chamberlain all in that movie. Yes, and when we, and we and it, when we list Big Nick's favorite actors, it goes like this: it goes Daniel Day Lewis. Andre the Giant, Will Chamberlain. Don't play basketball against. Don't play basketball against Big Nick's team, and also no. do not uh, try to wrestle them. No, <laughs> yeah, I got Dolph Lundgren and Andre the Giant. Who I'm pretty sure just the two of them together could could hey, just hey, murder you know a team of five. Andre the Giant wasn't even a thought in mine because, but I, I loved him in uh, the Princess Bride, and yes, he's huge. He's a mammoth. Force and I, I wait till I, you tell the I, wait till you see the role that I have him playing. It will make full. And you know what's odd is I didn't think that anybody else would have Andre the Giant on their list, but if there was a chance that you were going to take him, Wilt Chamberlain was my backup for this for this part. <laughs> so I was either going to cast yeah I was either going to cast Andre the Giant or Wilt Chamberlain to play this part. So you want somebody huge. Basically. I need a huge guy All for right. this part. Well, you huge got one. You, you got his, his name is Andre the Giant. So <laughs> Right. His last well, name is The Giant. Yeah. <laughs> um, paging Mr. The Giant. Mr. The Giant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that pick, buddy. And uh, yeah, now I want to go watch Princess Bride. So. Also, rumor has it he can drink like 130 beers. I've re- I heard that story, too. Because it, to him, that's that's like drinking a hundred. That's like a twelve shot. pack for us. Well, it's like a drinking one hundred and thirty shots because his hands. Yeah. If, you, if he held a regular beer can, he has to hold it with two fingers. <laughs> I love it, buddy. I love it. All right, so Mister B's on the board for the final pick of the fourth round, and then I will actually kick off the fifth round here. And so I am going to go with. Ooh, it's, it's getting it's getting a little tricky here. Getting a little tricky. I'm going to go with a Mr. Kurt Russell. Oh, ah, yes, he yeah. was on my list. I almost took him. Lethal weapon. And, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. No, what? 
uh, Kurt Russell. Overboard. Was, I mean, was, was, was there any other no, movie you needed Snake, to watch? Snake Plissken, man. That's right. Yeah. Escape uh, from Los Angeles. And Escape from New York, I think they yeah, kind of did Somehow both. he had to escape both of those states. You know what? <laughs> Try escaping from Ohio, mother. <laughs> hey, you you can't get out. I've been you trying get to get out. out. They built a wall around this bitch. Kiss your mama with those lips. <laughs> we want to move to Montana. Just they won't let us. <laughs> oh, that's a quality choice, Mister B. Kurt Russell is like super multifaceted. Man, he can play a variety of roles, whether it be good guy, bad guy, comedy. Anything in between. Yeah. Kurt's, I know Kurt's you, got you, you covered. You shouted out Overboard. I mean, I, I watched that movie tons. Actually, I, uh, with my family and my mom, we watched Overboard tons. I don't know why. It just was funny. But I loved him as Snake <laughs> Plissken. He was a badass in that movie. So that's kind of what I was basing is he's going to be that 80s badass again. I got a lot of badasses on my squad right here. Well, and I said lethal weapon. I mistook him for Mel Gibson. They had the same haircut in the eighties. So I'm trying it's to steal my, my apart. Guys. Yeah, he's already cast. He signed his contract. He's yeah. under contract. <laughs> we all know Danny Glover was the real star of that movie. Oh yes, he was. Careful, sir. Careful, Murtal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. This is it's getting man. I can't believe we're on we're on our last picture. That's crazy talk. Yeah. Well, it's, right. it's because it's going to take Mark two hours to tell us about his movie that he's been well, storyboarding. I, I, I he's already started 47 filming. honorable mentions. That- <laughs> in, a, in a time in 1987, yes. All right, so let's let's just, let's just go ahead and knock out the fifth round, and then we'll recap at the end, and then we'll get into our yep. movie trailer. So Sounds good. All right, so for the first pick of the fifth round and the last pick for Mr. B Squad, for my – it'll make more sense when I explain my movie – I'm going to go with, with a little gentleman known as Rodney Dangerfield. It's the story of my life. No respect. I don't got no respect at all. Ooh, oh, I wow. love it. What a curveball. I love Rodney that. Rodney Dangerfield. That is so wait, awesome. you didn't you didn't draft any women. I did not. There's no women in this film. <laughs> <laughs> no women, you sexist. I'm not being sexist, just Rodney Dangerfield will have created the jokes about women. This is Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield might dress up as a woman. You don't know, so I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he did it somebody in his movie yeah. and Ladybugs did it, so you know. <laughs> and, and no back, respect. Back to no school. He, around here. Do you guys remember the triple Lindy and Back to School? That's action by itself. He jumped <laughs> off three different diving boards. One of my favorite Rodney Dangerfield jokes is. My wife, she likes to talk during sex, so she called me from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there's a lot of one left. So, again, I'm sure people are listening like, well, Mr. Beast team is weird, but it'll make sense when I explain my, my loose premise of my film. So, Rodney Dangerfield wraps up my squad. Big Nick, your last pick of the 80s action movie draft. Well, I would like to have women in my movie, so I'm going to you start it off. You certainly can. This is a this is a free America where you can pick whoever you'd like for your movie. For f- yes, free America. I love that. Um, uh, let's go with Michelle Pfeiffer. You for son my of a fifth pick. Oh yeah, <laughs> you son of a yeah. Now we're having fun. Stole her right from underneath me. Yes. I had it highlighted. I was like, oh, they're not picking any girls. We're going to be good. Well, There's and, no and, women. And, and big kids, just so you know, Mark <gasps> earlier was saying, he's like, he's like, there's no way we're going to all draft the same people. That's not going to happen. <laughs> hey, I got, that's my karma right there. In your face. Man. 
I love Michelle Pfeiffer. That's a quality pick. And she was she's quite gorgeous now, but quite gorgeous in the 80s, man. She played a lot yeah, of because that's like uh, Scarface, Michelle Pfeiffer. Don't forget well, she was a complete badass in dangerous minds. Remember all yes, those all was. those dangerous teenagers she had uh, to teach? And, and she was Catwoman in Batman, too. She right? was Catwoman in Batman, 1992. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and she was also in Lethal Weapon. Oh, wait, that was Mel Gibson, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> Nick thinks everyone was in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> awesome pick with Michelle Pfeiffer. Hang on, so w- was she in any action films in the 80s? Um, I'm just curious. I, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, clearly she's a great actor. She's an attractive woman. So She was in movies in the 80s. Uh, she was in The Witches of Eastwick, Married to the Mob, uh, Dangerous Can't- Liaisons. I, so she was in movies that you know had some action in them but i you'll you'll see what i'm doing with this hey i I, i'm cool with the pick man i'm just curious like can she handle machine gun (laughs) she will not need a machine gun in this role but uh if needed i feel that she could handle it and what happened to the free america that you talked about oh it's completely free just a few minutes ago i wasn't i I said nothing negative about the pick i love it i just was kidding Michelle Pfeiffer for Big Nick's last pick in the Man. fifth round. So we snaked leave Mark. In the snake draft. Mark got snaked because he talked some shit. So <laughs> let's move to the final pick of the draft. The last pick for Marcus, the number 15, the uh, Mr. Irrelevant or Mrs. Irrelevant. Here we go. Marcus, yes. you're on the board. He's going with an actress. I will cut off half the list because it will be uh, Mrs. Irrelevant. But this woman is by no means irrelevant. So it still came down to a close decision with uh, Miss Pfeiffer and who I'm going to pick, plus one other one. Maybe I'll mention in the honorable mentions (laughs) if we get to that. But um, this actress was in multiple (laughs) movies in the 80s that probably could be considered action. She was in um, a real good action movie when she got a little bit older in the 90s with our number one overall pick in the movie True Lies, and that would be one Jamie Lee Curtis. Good pick. Nice pick, buddy. Yeah, so Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, obviously... Halloween films. Yeah, we got the Halloween films. You've got... um, Actually, co-starred with uh, Kurt Russell in uh, Escape from New York. And she was in Trading Places. Trading Places. Absolutely. Money on the side. Um, You know, so she is no stranger to to some action and some some craziness going on. So uh, one Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to the squad. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll. We're we're ready to make millions. We're ready to set set blockbuster records here. I'm sure when we get into our movie premises, again, we'll have to, hey, trademark, big kid show. You guys can't steal this. But (laughs) we will listen to offers. And if someone offers me a boat for my movie idea, I'll take it. it. So let's let's recap. I'm just going to go down everyone's uh, squad, if that's okay. So we got, for Mr. B, one through five, we got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Chuck Norris, Carl Weathers, Kurt Russell, and the hilarious Rodney Dangerfield. All right. For Big Nick, we got Bruce Willis, Dolph Lundgren, excuse me, Michael Keaton, Andre the Giant, and Michelle Pfeiffer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And for the Iceman, Marcus, we got Tom Cruise, Robert De Niro, Bobby D, Sylvester Stallone, 
Mel Gibson and Jamie Curtis. So do one of you gentlemen want to start us off with your movie idea or do you guys want me to kick it off? You can let me know. Well, here's the thing. I, I think maybe we should go in order of of how big the production's going to be. It sounds to me like like Mark and Mr. B, you are at two different ends of the spectrum here. Um, so maybe we should end on Mark, start with Mr. B. I'll go in the middle, just the same as the draft order. So we'll go the draft order. I like, I like All right. So again, for me, it was tricky to have a set premise because I wasn't sure what you guys were going to pick. So the idea behind my movie is, so you have, we're going to have Rodney Dangerfield with his comedic performance played this really wealthy guy, like extremely wealthy. And he's going to have this kind of like tournament of champions where he's going to bring these guys in and like have some kind of like war game battle for some, either it's a money prize or it's kind of like running man a little bit. Kind of like Running Man, or it could be like, like a little bit, or yeah. like he he like kidnapped all their loved ones, and he's like, "All right, you guys have to do this, or your wife or kid or whatever will die." So Yikes. that's why I have all these like badasses, uh, kind of like whether it be Hunger Games, Running Man, you know, I don't know if it's like an arena type setting or if they're just like tossed in the woods and they're like, "All right, whoever survives wins." Depends on the budget you get approved for. And then Rodney Dangerfield, of course, he's like going to make a couple of jokes. Like, oh, I'll take my wife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I bought another. Yeah, I bought so another. That's my loose I get premise. No respects, my bought guys. Because again, you got all these guys that you know have played different kinds of badasses, and I, I kind of picture it more being like in a jungle kind of fighting scene. But it could go either way, and I'm open to suggestions. So. I like that. That's a good. Uh, so, can you just give us a quick recap on your character list, Mister B, for uh, for your movie? Like the, the my people. Yeah. So it sounds like Rodney Dangerfield is this this diabolical he's, kind of crazy dude. Yeah, so that, creating this this contest, and the others are all your champions that are going to yeah, battle. So, so your champions. I wanted to see if you could. Yeah. So Rod, Rodney the Dangerfield would kind of be the the bad guy. That's you know. Whether he's just he's so wealthy and bored, or or he has maybe has an ulterior motive that they've all burned him in the past because you could go different Ooh, routes. I like that uh, uh, yeah. that wrinkle. That could That's be interesting. interesting. And he's like he's like you guys thought you'd get away with this, but now it's payback. And I'm Rodney Dangerfield because I get then, no respect. <laughs> so and, and then and then you kind of see how they he like either gets them to do it or involves them or kidnaps their family. So that would be Arnold Schwarzenegger would show up, Chuck Norris, Chuck Carl Weathers and Kurt Russell. And they would just always show up in their own respective badassness. And whether, and here's the other flip, maybe they all four know each other. Mm. So a bigger, like maybe they all are on the same, like seal team six or something, or they, you know, or maybe they're all enemies and they all used to fight for different like squads throughout the US. So who who knows? You could go different routes, but absolutely a lot of, a lot of different options there. So I, again, I don't even have a title for it. We'll just call it Rodney F- Rodney Dangerfield plays a dickhead. We'll call it as that is my title. <laughs> Ooh. Great title. Great yeah. working title. It's a work it might bump you up title. to a rated R there though. Yeah. Oh no hey it's R bust in this side of the This was the role that Rodney was born to play. Oh yeah, he needs to play a bad guy with some comic comic relief, right? He was a bad guy in Natural Born Killers. Remember, he was the abusive father. 
Oh, quality, quality. Yeah, he's track. quite disgusting in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Big Nick, let's hear your uh, movie trailer slash idea. Okay, so the, the Batman movie comes out in 1989, right? And I'm going, this is going to really rework a lot of the DC universe out there, the DC Comics mm. universe. And it's going to correct a lot of shit that they got wrong, my friends. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do, right? You know, like two of the most annoying characters in the Batman franchise movie, out of the movies anyway, was the Robin character and the Batgirl character, right? Yes. Um, yes. So we're going to correct that that portion. We're also going to correct the Justice League situation as well with the movie. So my movie opens up. And it's Batman 2. It comes out very quickly after the first Batman, the Michael Keaton 1989 Batman. Okay. And what we learn very quickly is that Vicki Vale, the love interest from the first Batman, the, the trauma that she experienced at the hand of the Joker has caused her to lose her scruples, and she's gone insane. And now she's, scruples. she's, she's living in a madhouse somewhere. So Batman is single again. Michael Keaton is playing Batman, and he is single again. Now, this is taking place in Gotham, right? In Metropolis, where Superman lives, he's having some problems because Bruce Willis is playing Lex Luthor, and who we? Oh. Yes, I needed a <laughs> I needed a badass bald guy. And here's the thing: we never got to see Lex Luthor in the the battle version of Lex Luthor that was in the comics. So this is when Lex Luthor is wearing the Lexorian war suit. So he's highly destructive. He's got the ability of flight uh, when he wears this war suit. And um, so he's trying to match the physical uh, combat that, that Superman is able to pull off. So he he's not just going to be a mind criminal anymore, you know, a criminal mastermind. He's going to be able to match some of the physicality of Superman. So Bruce Willis is going to play Lex Luthor in the Luxorian war suit. Dolph Lundgren is going to play my Superman. We're going to dye that hair black, baby. We're going to dye that hair black, and he's <laughs> going to be my Superman. Is he going to work on his uh, English accent a little bit better? <laughs> My Superman's not going to talk a whole lot. And keep in okay. mind, you say you say English or American accent. Keep in mind, Superman is from Krypton, my friends. Oh, he doesn't have point. to have an American yes. accent. He doesn't have to talk like a Yankee. Yeah, yeah. So, Krypton, Krypton, they could speak. Any who knows what kind of. And language. here's the thing: I want my Superman to look like a Superman, right? I want him to be big, tall, muscular. We're going to dye that Dolph. hair black, baby. Dolph Lundgren fits the part perfectly. All right, now here we go. We already said Michael Keaton Batman has lost his love interest. Vicky Vale's at the loony bin because she lost her mind because the 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 Joker's traumatized her too much. Damn she was be, she was beyond repair. Beyond repair. Michelle Pfeiffer is playing Catwoman. And what happens is the Batman is trying to catch the Catwoman. Right? She's committing petty crimes and stuff like that. But through their battles together, they start to fall for one another. Because they have one thing in common. They both learn, they both learn of the other that each of them were 
orphans at one time. So they have that in common and this draws them together. So now we never have to deal with Robin. We never have to deal with Batgirl because Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman teams up with Batman, Michael Keaton. So now they are an alliance. Why are they an alliance? Because they have to go and form what is the really the genesis of the Justice League. Because <laughs> Dolph Lundgren as Superman is being outmatched. Because why? Lex Luthor, Bruce Willis, Lex Luthor has Andre the Giant playing Doomsday, and together the two of them have nearly killed Superman, and they need to bring in Michael Keaton, Batman, and Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, to help them defeat Doomsday and Lex Luthor. There you go. I've re-scripted all of the DC movies and straightened them the hell out. Oh You're welcome, God. America. If people hear that, you might be on a a blacklist or something. <laughs> <laughs> Trust big, me, I'm on several lists. Big, big, I love it. And I just thought if Michael Keaton as Batman and Cat would have a kid, they would create Batcat. 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 <laughs> also known as Fat Cat. <laughs> oh, big Nick, A, I love that you, you clearly spend a lot of time doing that. So you... You probably should have been doing other stuff working, but it sounds like you just wrote this film. And I, yeah. I bet you even just, do you have costume design? I called off for the last two weeks. Uh, I don't have <laughs> costume design because keep in mind, every every one of the people I mentioned, because they're 80 stars, uh, they're all like 60s. And unfortunately, Andre the Giant is no longer with us. Well, but we're, we're yes. transforming ourselves back to 1980. Yes, yes. yes. I love it, buddy. That was entertaining. You know what? Can you imagine I, Andre the Giant in a doomsday suit? Oh, I baby. Would go, I would go watch that film. I know you would. I had you guys in mind when I was creating the whole story. You're going to sell at least three tickets, buddy. Dude, I think this could be a blockbuster. <laughs> I think Cheers. if this came out 1990, like January 1, 1990, blockbuster hit. Boom. We're talking $285 million at the box. Yep. We're going to have cups at, at McDonald's, cups at uh, uh, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell as well. We're, we're putting cups everywhere, baby. I like hey, it. I like it. Mark, let's get on the investment board. I got I got $12 for it. Absolutely. I got 11 so we got $30, $23 to, to throw in, Big Nick. Yeah. Uh, I, and I love your fire, buddy. So, all right, Mark. We'll buy you a couple get... plastic cups on the set of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, let's hear this amazing movie premise slash trailer, buddy. In the, all right. In the so, my movie is called, and Big Nick, you did a pretty good job of zeroing in pretty, pretty good early job. on. What do you mean? Big Nick's throwing air punches. He's punching pretty good job, son. Pretty, punching, early, pretty good early guesses. I just Steven so. Spielberg the hell out of that shit. <laughs> so, no, I mean, when guessing what my movie was going to be. So, this movie is called The Heist. I'm a guy who loves heist movies. Right. There's just something about a good heist movie that that really can notch up the adrenaline, notch up the uh, the action. So here we go. That's why big, me and Big Nick both have safes because Mark keeps wanting to heist our stuff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I keep trying. You guys, you got the multi-number uh, safes. I thought you were going to pick something simpler. <laughs> anyway, here we go. An action thriller set in New York in the 80s about a brilliant criminal with no fear trying to pull off the bank heist of the decade. The year is 1981, and Jimmy Smalls, played by Tom Cruise, is a small-time mobster looking to get a bigger <laughs> slice of the pie. He's grown up as a part of the Parcheesi family. 
but can't see a path to the top and he's too ambitious to wait. The boss of the family, Big Al, also known as the Big Cheese, played by Robert De Niro, doesn't have any faith in him and wants to have him whacked for accidentally killing the brother of the Big Cheese who was caught in the crossfire. The solution? Set up a bank heist at First Trust Bank, the largest one in downtown New York City with the help of his best friend and one of the best drivers in New York, Tommy Pillows, played by Mel Gibson. His plan is to do all this under the nose of the Parcheesi family boss, the Big Cheese, and his fiance, Veronica Watson, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> the only problem? There's one detective equally as determined to move up the ranks and bring down the Parcheesi family. That detective is Vic Spade, played by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Tune in for the action showdown of the decade, a high-octane action film for the ages. Oh Gentlemen, I'll God. take your money now because that is going to be the greatest selling movie of the 80s. Oh, wow. The goddamn Parcheesi family. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys would like that. Oh, Mark, that Nobody's was, ready that for the Parcheesi it, family. That was worth its weight in gold, buddy. I love it. Oh, I, I think I might pee my pants a little bit laughing. That was great. <laughs> I'd buy a ticket as long as the uh, Justice League movie is not playing the same weekend. Yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll coordinate. Don't, we'll coordinate. Don't compete. Don't compete. Mark, we'll release love, them in different months. I <laughs> love that, buddy. I love it. I love it. So that's what I got. Man, they're, oh, talk about difficult. That was hard, gentlemen. Like, there's so many good actors to choose from in the 80s. It kind of gives you some insight into people that actually had to cast movies. I mean, obviously, there's probably a lot of no's and not interested's and, you know, no thank yous. But, man, you start with a fresh slate. Who do you go to first? Who's your who's your go to actor, actresses? You know? Well, and, and I think this one made it interesting because, I mean, clearly you guys had a little bit more specific film ideas than I did. I kind of was more of like, let's just see what happens. I have a couple of loose ideas, but yeah. I mean, we could we could probably rattle off just a handful of names that would probably be honorable mentions. Like absolutely Harrison Ford. Yep. I'm you know, uh, uh Eddie Murphy. Yep. He was a badass in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Mm -hmm. Um Sigourney Weaver. Yep. Um Sean Connery. Clint absolutely. Eastwood. Let's just we'll just knock a couple of these out here and then you guys can hit me with yours. Um Brigitte, Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> Brigitte. Uh, Brigitte. I had a couple extra here. It's French. Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> no one went with uh, Hans Gruber, played by Alan Rickman. I yeah, thought he did play a good bad guy. Or Biff by oh, Biff yeah. F. Yeah. Wilson. Um, William uh, Defoe, uh, John Claude Van Damme. I thought that was going to be a Nick one. Defoe. What'd I say? William. Oh, Willem Dafoe. I, I spent 40 years of my life thinking his name was William Defoe, but it's Willem. And then you met him and he smacked you in the face. Oh, he yeah. beat the shit out of me. <laughs> hey, I'm going to I'm going to retaliate then. I'm going to bust him up. Nobody slap nobody slaps big Thank nick you. with me. Thank you. I you know, I thought about fighting back, but it, you know, I, he's like you know, so. Yeah, I, I thought it would be rude of me. But I also thought Kevin Bacon. I was, I thought that might make yeah. someone's list. Kevin and and some of the one. other ones, uh, Paul Hogan, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah. That's not a knife. Um, and then... Uh, That's not a knife. From Police Academy, Steve Gutenberg. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. The guy that played Hightower. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> two Tall Tackleberry. Joes. 
<laughs> Tackleberry, yeah. So, Mark, hit me with a couple honorable mentions before we get out of here, buddy. So, for my lead character, I had Al Pacino on the list because Scarface. I mean, you think Scarface, he could pull off an action flick, even though he never really did it. Um, he was a but, good guy and a bad guy in the same yeah. film. Yeah. So I, the only reason I didn't go with him is I didn't want to be a dead giveaway of a mafia film right off the kick. But also Tom Cruise was a young, you know, 20 something. And, and so granted, young and fresh back then. I'll just put, oh my God, I'll put this out here. You <laughs> oh know, my God, fresh and agile. <laughs> Big Nick is going to be uh, on a few more lists. After he, was, he was so flexible back then. <laughs> so, I just got done watching The Sopranos. I'm only 10 years late at your guys' uh, you know, recommendations. So definitely I had some mafia on the brain. But also I think of movies like Heat, which was an amazing mm-hmm. movie, oh, right? With De Niro and, and Val Kilmer was one of those people on my list. Um, for the villain, it was hard not to pick Jack Nicholson. Robert yeah. Loja. Robert would have been a perfect, perfect bad guy. Sean Connery, Marlon Brando. I mean, there could have been a, a bunch of guys that could have been the mob boss for me. Um, the sidekick, I had Tom Sizemore, who is a very underrated actor. That guy always crushes whatever yeah, role he's in. He's Again, good. Joe Pesci. But I didn't want to end up with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and it just kind of be like the normal mob movie. That seemed a little too easy. Um, no, and I, then I for like- the females, I had, uh, you guys will appreciate these. I had Linda Hamilton from the Terminator yep. series. She was badass. Sigourney Weaver was number two on my, my list. Uh, Gina Davis, who was a, a great actress back then. Mm-hmm. Patricia Arquette always found her way into some yes. action films yep. in the eighties. Um, and then for the uh, detective, I did have Harrison Ford. I had Eddie Murphy, who you mentioned. Uh, Danny Glover. We made a joke about him. He was on my I list. I love Danny Glover. And Morgan Freeman. I thought both of that those guys would have been good on the, the detective you side. Need to get, so. get a, yeah. <laughs> I love the pick, buddy. <laughs> those yes. are good. I love those. Yes. Nick, did you have any honorable mentions you wanted to shout out? Before oh, wait. We- hold on. One more sidekick I got to mention that oh. I, I didn't throw in there, but it would have been, I think, very fitting. <laughs> One, Christopher Walken. Oh, this watch. <laughs> this watch. <laughs> up my your, your dad carried this watch in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Big Nick, that's pretty good, buddy. Good job, buddy. That was pretty good, man. That was yeah. a good impression. All right, so that's all I got. <laughs> uh, so my honorable mentions, I kind of mentioned uh, some of them. Again, though, I'm casting for very specific parts and very mm-hmm. specific roles. And I, exactly. just, I got lucky that the five that I wanted uh, all – were available to me. And so I got the five that I desired the most. My backup was Will Chamberlain. If I couldn't get Andre, the giant, um, I needed a, a badass bald guy. Uh, so I had Bruce Willis, I guess a backup for him might've been Sir Ben Kingsley. Um, what about, what about Michael Chiklis? Yes, that would have been a, been an option there, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, maybe Robert Duvall, would have been a, a good yeah. a good backup for oh, yeah. for that role as like well. That. Uh the Superman role was was very difficult. I yeah, there's really a, there's needed, only a few people that can fill out Superman. There's like three people that can do it. And I and from the eighties I needed Dolph Lundgren and so I was very happy that he fell That's to me. And then the whole movie falls to shit if I don't get Michael Keaton. Come right coming right off of the excitement <laughs> and the the uh the success of the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie uh, I needed Michael Keaton. So, I mean, Val I, Kilmer was out there just saying, yes, he was. Yes, he was. 
I thought about uh, casting Big Val- Kid Batman. I, I thought about casting Val Kilmer as Catwoman. Hey, what you can do whatever. So, hey, I love your guys' movie ideas, and I feel like if we could turn these things into some movie gems, we're we're set. So, hey, big kids, big girls, while you guys are listening, please make sure you check us out on social media. You know, Instagram and all that fun stuff. We're there. We are the Big Kid Show, and we appreciate you guys listening. We love you guys for doing that. We are the Big Kid Show.